and welcome to episode 28 of Bingo is Life, the post-bingo podcast. Live and in person from scenic downtown Harrisonburg, outside the Wine Brothers building, I'm uh, the one and only Jay Zare in Harrisonburg, Virginia, joined by the fabulous Howdy Show Brothers. Hey, it's good for you to be here. Hello, fabulous brother. The one and only Dan Easley. We have Mum Shackles in the house. Hello, Mum. And a very special guest we'll bring in in just a moment, almost as sexy as the one we had last week. Almost. Uh, How'd bingo go -go tonight, fellas? Perfect. That was perfect bingo. Second showing of the uh, bingo flamingo. I've got a bingo Uh, flamingo. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd love to hear how you found it, actually, but maybe a later date. Maybe a later date. <laughs> yeah. I've got, in case you lose the the, the, the original, the original we've got a standby. We have a standby. Well, what's interesting is uh-huh. it was supposed to blow bubbles, but it really works well as a fan. <laughs> yeah, it just as it just. <laughs> we prefer to call it a fan base, actually, yeah. <laughs> which we, which we do not have, but uh, we're, we're working on it. We're working yeah. on that. Yeah. Hey, speaking of fan bases, didn't you just win a big awesome thing? I just won. I just won a, <laughs> something. A comedy contest at the Dueling Banjos Bar and Grill in Berryville, Virginia. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as Granny's. We know you can be funny in Danville. Yeah. So I got another gig. I got a gig at the Blue Fox coming up. Blue Fox. It's what? called the Blue Fox. 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 Blue Fox. Wow. Part of the word, Jay. It was a little suggestive. It's a little blue. I was. I was talking to Nathan Carlson now, at the, and he's like, oh, the Blue Fox. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know anything about the Blue Fox, Jay. Neither do I. <laughs> I guess I'll find out. Okay. So will, will I be able to find this on the internet? <laughs> Should I want to connect a link to the show? It's, it's a real thing, it's right? It's a real okay, show. Okay, good. It's not just... Okay, good. Dan, yeah. you say you say you have an album coming out? Another show? Oh, coming I do. Out? Uh, uh, yeah, I've got a uh, uh, on the first of September. Uh, Ooh, my my big hour and a half long uh, concept album about uh, the end of the world, basically about, <laughs> Ooh, about social media and artificial intelligence and climate change and how all these three things are uh, sort of. Well, I don't know. It's this big, long thing. It's pretty, ridiculous, pretty uh, cheery album, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Feel yeah, good, feel yeah, good yeah. hit of the summer. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. yeah. It's like the next where, Bible. Yeah. <laughs> where, where's your show? It's a third testament, the really. The Book of Dad. <laughs> third testament. Need some updating. The Book of Dad. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I'm, and then I'm, I'm playing uh, with the Automatic Sweethearts with Mark Lane and uh, uh, Mike Lee and Scott Lowe uh, as, as a four-piece. We're just playing a couple of songs as part of a... Uh, another rather cheery thing. The first in a series of shows about grief and loss. I saw that. Uh, it's a pale fire, right? It's a pale fire on yeah. the fifth. Bunch of people are playing. Does that have next, to do with Michael Trochia's play? Yeah. Um, potentially, it has to do with Michael Trochia. He booked us, so uh, it has to do with his play he's promoting. Yeah. Uh, that w- wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that and on another, another phenomenal playwright. We'll talk about that on another podcast. Let's bring yeah. in let's bring in Mum Shackles to introduce our guest. All right, y'all. <laughs> Coming to you live and in hotness. Coming in hot. That's hot. what we say. In the the Coming hotness. in mm-hmm. hot. From the land of catchy beer names, lousy parking, where everybody mm. knows your name, the friendly fermenter himself, Harrisonburg's beer dad, the <laughs> business brewing owner, no, the brewing business owner <laughs> with a booming. Baritone Ooh, has ventured oh, out yeah. of his basement, no! also known as the Beer Shelter. So we have Sean Gatesman. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome here, Sean. Well, 
Thank you very much. <laughs> why, why don't I get Thank you coffee? very much, yeah. Brittany. And yeah. guys, yeah. Uh, everybody, thanks for having me here. Yeah, uh, absolutely. No, really no. cool. Well, I... I I was Great beer and lousy parking. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that, 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 could, that could be a theme. <laughs> and yeah, like yeah, everything else, yeah. the fermenter, there's a whole story behind that. <laughs> could you have had parking at one time? Was it, yeah. was it well, in the nah, lease? The story is where I grew up in northwestern PA, there was this restaurant where I spent many a night, like literally spent the night there um, <laughs> a couple times, uh, and it was called Vince's Tavern, and the slogan was Great Food, Lousy Parking. <laughs> And the story goes on, the owner's son and I were good friends, and eventually he moved to Virginia with me like 25 years ago and ended up working for me at the Friendly Fermenter for a while. So it just kind of all went into the nice. whole thing, and that's one of more stories than we have time for tonight. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, there you go. So, yeah, there is. it's not just that there, yes, indeed is lousy parking, although mm -hmm. the funny part is, and we're not here tonight to talk about my parking <laughs> but what I found is right now uh, and for a while, we actually have some of the best parking in Arizona. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. just can't see it as ours. Can you guys yeah. see the air quotes on the yeah, radio? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the yeah. bank, right? We're, we're the surrounded, bank? yeah, yeah no, the it's, bank, it's, the it's, old it's, gas station. Yeah. We're surrounded by parking. It so is shocking. They're really screwed up my slogan. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have to... Best I'm, parking in downtown. There it is. Go to and the, the beer's front. okay, too. So weird. Okay too. <laughs> we try. What? We try. Yeah. Well, so, looks looks like we're out of time. Thanks. Thanks so much. Could talk about parking, guys. Sean, Sean, where are you Where are you from in northwestern PA? I always... You can't really... Nobody knows I'm from, so I always have to start with Erie and go from there. Right. So I'm from like an hour and a half south of Erie, Got two you. hours north of Pittsburgh. Got it's just just north of absolutely nowhere. Pol <laughs> polka music? They got polka up there? There's a little bit of polka up um, there, yeah. We used cool. to have the Sunday polka on the radio every Sunday, absolutely. So for people who don't know, your your, your place is in the old uh, service stationers uh, building. Yeah, for the Wait, old school people, oh, stationers. Yeah. It's, 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 it's right there pencil. at the corner of right. uh, uh, Market Street and uh, Mason. Yep. Make no doubt about it. If I did have the upper levels, there would have been a big mash paddle in the core of the building. <laughs> yeah. Fermenter, right? I, 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 yeah, the, I knew about stationers. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think, hey, could the, you, could I you, think you, the pencil sign is in the the where did it in go? the museum in oh. Dayton? No. I, really? I, I think lift, that's true. I haven't seen it thing. myself. Oh. We yeah. yeah, we can make this happen. Yeah. Could you maybe give us the uh, like a, just a quick nutshell version of like the 2012 rule that changed the, why there's all these breweries? And then how yours is different as a yeah. microbrewery. Yeah, so the rule was going back 2012, 2015, somewhere in there, used to be production breweries could have a tasting room that was part of a tour. You couldn't really serve pints and that sort of thing. And then, like many states, Virginia evolved from there. And somewhere in that window you're talking about, the laws changed. I might have the date wrong, yeah. It, you're close. But basically, hmm. it made it to where you could literally just have a, a what's known today as a microbrewery, in my case, a nanobrewery, where you can make the beer on site, sell it retail, right from your, like like a bar, yeah. mm -hmm. if you will. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I guess the big thing in Virginia is, at least with a brewery license, you don't have to have food, you don't have to have anything else. And that, obviously, is fairly unique in Virginia at right. that time. And that really did very much open up a door to this explosion of small breweries you've seen which you know i could go into way more time than we have about how that's a wonderful thing and it's really expanded the world of beer a lot from where it once was but you guys drink beer right i don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're familiar with what it is this? Yeah. but yeah there, there's no hmm. doubt it's you obviously know what you're talking about it's really it really did make a big difference right. and that happened before the idea the friendly fermenter was really a thing that's a whole other story yeah, of course because prior to uh, that there were really no bars in virginia right it was only right. restaurants and it was 
there was a, uh, a requirement that half of profits came from food sales? I don't know is if it's half of profits. It's, 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 I don't know what 40, the old laws 40 used to be. Maybe. Yeah. 40%. These days, it's not even a percentage. Oh, it's not? No. Uh, but I don't know where the laws used to be. I came, okay. like yeah, yeah. many brewers and brewery owners, I came from a completely different world yeah. in my, in mm. my you know, work life. Uh, so, honestly, prior to the friendly fermenter, I knew squat about it. What were you doing before you decided to open up the business? Which year would that be? Uh, right He's before, not yeah, 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 yeah. to say. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, honestly, the, the 10 years, as far as like professional life, the 10 years before I opened the Friendly Firm, I was managing a veterinary hospital here in Harrisonburg, uh, Heartland Veterinary Clinic. Oh, um, When I went to college, my intention was to go to veterinary school and become a veterinarian. Yeah. I never did pursue that after college. Vet school is a very challenging mountain to climb, mm. oh. uh, but that's huh. what we're talking about tonight again. Uh, <laughs> I have but, a uh, question about my cat. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, well, read my book. It's in my first book. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. But yeah, so I, I was doing that for 10 years, and at the time I took that job in 20, 2007. It was a wonderful opportunity for me, and obviously I was there for 10 years for a lot of reasons. Sure. But it really did build me the foundation to understand like some basics of running a business and what it might take to start a business, homebrewing came along as a complete afterthought much later in 2013. How's that for a segue? Mm, yeah. That's yeah. Hey, well, I'm going to tell you, I was just recently at your place, and it's fantastic. It really is. You have done it, my friend. It is a gym, a hidden gym. To anyone who have, has not been down there, you walk down steps. It feels like you're going into Cheers. As that, <laughs> it, really yeah, it really does. I swear to you, as people walk in, I felt like there was a, yay! Yes, uh, yes. A general, yes. yes. There was, it was a, the, 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 Sean has endeavored to create that where everybody knows your name. <laughs> and like since my first interaction there, Hold on, God the, has the to say his piece God first. Is it's important. We're here, we're here you the man. The bell yeah. tolls yeah. for you. Man. Yeah. But, like, the first interaction there that I had, the uh, barkeeper, the beer tender, if you will, was uh, like, introduced themselves, asked my name, and they knew my name after that. I'd only been in there once, and the staff always endeavors to know the patrons' names oh, right mm, off the that's bat. That's great. It's great. It's hard to forget Mum Shackles. Yeah, yeah. You know, did you say Brittany or did you say Mum Shackles? Who knows? Yeah. I was drinking. Once you finally pronounce it right, you yeah. have it. Yeah. Now, Sean, you don't, you don't, not going to remember this, but I first met you when I first started doing stand up in Harrisonburg. Mm. Uh, Christopher Cantrell was doing an open mic down there. And you were three years old. And you were three. This was in 1847. <laughs> But uh, I did some crazy thing, I, I, and uh, you came all the way out from behind the bar, all the way over to the stage to give me a fist bump. But that really, it really made me feel good. So, uh, that's that was cool. that was. Uh, I believe that. Uh, yeah. There's there's something about getting the approval of your beer dad. Mm. I mean, Sean really provides that for a lot of us. It's like, good job, you drank all that. Thanks, beer dad. Uh, did, uh, Jay, was it that you said, "Well, that's my act. I'm out of jokes now." <laughs> Yeah. All right. This moment. Yeah. Well done, Jay. Wait, could you surrender with dignity, yeah. Jay? Yeah. Uh, could, could you? Could you? Could, you were talking uh, before we went on the air. On the air uh, about uh, the post-COVID, how the the, the the industry has evolved into something beyond uh, just the beer. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we only have kind of our view of things but we, as you can imagine one of the interesting things in breweries is people love to talk to you they love to tell you their experiences what they're seeing almost like you have a sign in your head like tell me what your beer experience is right mm -hmm. it's kind of it's one of the fascinating things about the industry 
Um, so we learn a lot from that, and we're getting the perception of consumers, which, let's face it, that's a big, big thing. The, mm. What consumer, what consumers are perceiving. Um, They've come in and, you know, we just, between what we see and what we hear, it seems like post-pandemic, for probably a lot of reasons, and if I get into that, we'll be here all night, <laughs> um, there's been a lot of movement towards, you know, events, music, you name it, um, things to kind of encourage people to come back out, uh, maybe keyword being on out, uh, <laughs> kind of segue. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I, I, we feel like we've seen that. I think it's I think it's pretty obvious, honestly, that a lot of the establishments, like my own breweries, cideries, even wineries, but we don't have those in downtown Harrisonburg, so they're not right in our radar. Right. But there's a lot of, you know, multiple band shows, events, not just a live music, but like events, mm -hmm. bingo. You know, <laughs> we're we're even doing trivia, which. I mean, people that knew me five years ago would be like, can you believe you're doing trivia, Sean? <laughs> We've been doing trivia for like two years now. You know, times yeah. change, right? But there's, it seems like there's been a very big push to that, and I'm sure there's lots of reasons. I think everybody's dealing with a lot of the same challenges, right? And so they're finding a way to, to exist and keep going the way they intended to go. Yeah. And that's been a way, I think a lot of the natural larger places with outdoor spaces have gone. Now, so since we're like, cheers, and thank you so much for bringing up cheers, by the way. You really get it. But by the way, not everybody knows your name. Let's yeah. face it, that'd be weird. Yeah. So like, you know, but a lot of people know your name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we really have tried to embrace that. When I opened the fermenter, and I won't even go into all the story about how we ended up in that basement, but it wasn't like, oh, yeah, we're going to be the little cheers place that like really yeah. focuses on the people and the beer, and that's going to be our thing. This was 2017. I, I don't know what I was thinking on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what has evolved, because we can't chase the big events, we can't chase the big music things. We do uh -huh. some live music, but we have to keep it to a mild roar, if mm -hmm. you will. Mm -hmm. um, we can't expand ourselves outside because we're actually surrounded by spaces that are just not available to us. Um, although we are looking into that. We can come back to that if we have time. <laughs> but um, we... We have been, whether we wanted to or not, we've had to really focus on our strengths. And our strength, as many people who have been with us since the beginning know, is our beer. My One of my little mantras has been, it's beer like mama used to make. Mm. And everybody's like, oh, that's funny. Mm. And it is funny, but mm. let's face it, who made the best food, man? Who made the best stuff? Right. Mama, right? right? There's a lot of reasons why that food was so good. And from day one, my goal has always been, I'm a home brewer at heart. I still am. Very, that has not changed much at all in six years because of how small we are. Right. The beer is really meant to be approached from that angle. And so I think hopefully it sounds like we hear that people taste that, they get that difference. And then you add on the space, the camaraderie. Mm. Yeah. It really is meant to be a place where you come in and you don't have all these distractions of live music. And don't <laughs> get me wrong, they're, they're good. I'm mm. not casting them in a negative shadow, but live music, bingo, trivia. We do some of this, but... There's some places I feel like people, because of the pandemic and kind of we're trying to find our place after the pandemic, we've sort of lost. And you throw in social media. Let's mm -hmm. not let's not open that Pandora's box. <laughs> yeah. But I think we're starting to lose society a little bit. We're starting to lose the, the foundation of what made what makes society people interacting, you know, bumping each other on the shoulder and laughing together. Right. And I think the fermenter, one of our things is, yeah, beer like mama used to make, but also a space that encourages people to come in, set your phone down. There's not a music act to watch. There's not something to do. Mm. You actually 
talk to the person you came in with, or better yet, talk to somebody you didn't come in with. Mm. We see right. it happen yeah. all the time, yeah. don't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. And honestly, that is <laughs> super, super rewarding to me. You know, you hope ultimately it trickles down and pays the bills, but I am not one for making money. I'm really bad at making money. I'm really in this, like, for the passion and the people and the love of the craft and to create mm. something that matters to folks. And it's, it's super great to see that still matters. And I think that as we move forward and, like I was saying, there's these other establishments are moving in other directions. Maybe if we can just continue to focus on what we're really good at and what's unique about us, maybe there'll become even a bigger demand for that because you know what? It's just not out there. It's just not readily available. Your, your personality, though, shines through this place because I remember when you first started, I followed Follow the Friendly Fermenter on Facebook. was a group you started. Yeah, and it was keep but, up with as yeah, I built the and place. As, as you built the place. Yeah. And I've... It was you are very engaging and you're real. I think that was yeah. I, I think there's yeah. there's a piece because so often uh, the owner of an establishment gets lost mm -hmm. because well they're the you know you know they're it's, the big they're the big really they're the big bad owner or something along those lines. But I don't, then if you're at the fermenter on a night that Sean just walks in, it's like. <laughs> the beer dad is here. Yeah, it's but great. There, there, it's, I, I, but I just appreciate. But it's not. It's not all. It's not all pearls. Right. You right. know. I mean. It's. No. Hey, man. Because it sucks. We are not. We are. It's hard to make money. Yeah. It's hard to sell food. It's hard. You know. Like there's some. You know. You're in a. You are in a basement. You have real things up against you. You know. It's. It's running businesses. To yeah. all. It's just. We've all. I think. I'm not sure how, how many of us have owned businesses, but it's tough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Jay owned a business. I owned a business. Mike yeah. owned a business. I don't know about you two. Uh, but, I use the term yeah. genuine to a fault a lot mm. when I'm describing myself to people or I'll get interviewed. I'll be like, I think I'm genuine to a fault. Yeah. And that, like, your average person is better off to not be as straightforward and genuine as I am. <laughs> but I think, I think, especially a business owner, yeah. but I think that the world needs that and it seems like it needs it more than it did 10 or 15 years ago yeah i mean you're building a community yep. yeah oh, right? which is sure. crucial and, and we an, call it a village a lot and, and yeah. All, yeah. a community that's authentic right yeah. and I, I think your authenticity you model that authenticity for the people in the community that that, that you facilitate yeah, yeah that's well, awesome yeah. yeah no it's well, good. don't give me too much credit because honestly it's just Oh, no, me, soon, so I don't have to work at soon it. As the, <laughs> soon as the microphones are off, you're going to hear another side. Where do you see it going from here? Are you you kind of alluded to it before, like future plans. What, yeah. You got any ideas? What's going on? So I guess we're trying to ride the wave for now and yeah. kind of stay in our lane, like I was talking about, be who we're supposed to be and see if we can – get through this time because let's face it we're in a time mm -hmm. yeah right yeah, i'm right. not going to put a name i'm not 100 yeah i'm not going to put a label on it but we're in a time yep. i mean come on yeah yep. so <laughs> we're trying to ride that wave and be who we are because we i think it's needed and that is our strength mm -hmm. um one of the things we've done the last year or so is dabble and i mean dabble in distribution getting our beer out to other mm -hmm. establishments as if anything for us a marketing thing because we are not only not a distribution brewery, but we are many steps away from a distribution yeah, gotcha. brewery. We are, by all means, very <laughs> true what's called a nano brewery. And the truth is, they're, 
they're hard to find because as, most of them, as soon as they have success in a decent market, they become a microbrewery or bigger very quickly. Right. right. And those. That's where the I, money is, man. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what I tell you about, I'm not good at making money, right? I. I I'll stop. I won't. I won't. I won't say what I want well, to say right now. <laughs> so, I find that speaking of being genuine and authentic, and also focusing on the most important part of your business, which is the beer. You have wonderful beer. You have a wonderful selection. You've uh, you're very adventurous in your blends. What is? I'm going to take this to the superficial level of questions and come out of this uh, metaphysical conversation where we worry about the future. Uh, I'm sorry, Dan. I know you like that. Uh, (laughs) What is your favorite ingredient that you have added to one, or the wildest ingredients that you've added to one of your brews? Well, those are two different questions. So is it favorite or wildest? What is is your favorite adventure you've taken on a brew journey? So I definitely have a love affair with toasted coconut. <laughs> oh, that sounds like yeah. a brew journey. And, and, and yeah. when toasted coconuts at work, I, I, I mess around with coffee beans, uh, um, yeah. honestly. So we've had a lot of fun with toasted coconut and coffee beans over the years. Um, the wildest, though? Wildest. What's something that you, like, you dumped into a vat and you were like, ooh, <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> may or may not want to do that. Yeah. I've definitely had some one-offs with some pepper variants. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Peppers are fun because they can be right on or they can be like, whoa, what happened there? Um, yeah. So do, I would, do, do you ever, do you ever like make a big batch of beer and it just, it didn't work and you have to dump it out back for the cats? Right, next, question. <laughs> next question. No, I, I've been, I, I'll cats. just say yeah. I've been, I've been <laughs> super, super fortunate in that arena over six years. Um, and I and I I can remember them all. Yeah. I, I have not Ooh. served three mm. batches out of. It's been a bunch. Yeah. Hundreds, hundreds, and hundreds. Yeah. I've only not served three batches that I've made. So I'm. Yeah. It's something I remember because I'm kind of proud of that because that's not easy. That's to you do. should be. Some yeah. of it's probably luck, and I'll take it. You know. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> hey, I hate to say it, but we have reached the end. Well, okay. Well, well hold on. Before we yeah. sign off here, yeah. I have something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tomorrow. It's Mumshackle's birthday. Yay! And guess what? I have I have a cake. Yeah, oh, really? Cake is good. What? You got a cake? A cake. Wow. Cake is good. Please be a styrofoam sculpture of a cake. Please. <laughs> that I can keep forever. This is the biggest cake I've ever yeah, seen. Now, what you can see here is that uh, uh, 90 minutes ago, this said in elegant letters in reformed <laughs> Egyptian, Happy Cake Day, Mum Shackles. Hey. Nice. Likes to wait. Mess. Light it up. Light it up there. Uh, <laughs> it's like, beautiful. It's, it's like 17 like the feet. Ra- the seven, rainbow candles are awesome. <laughs> the rainbow candles. And, yeah. Dan's so gonna burn his fingers say, right now. Happy birthday! It's 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 a uh, it's a uh, it's fantastic to be you're here on Earth with us for another year. Yay. We're really glad to have always you on the podcast. Ready, always worth hey, celebrating. Uh, and thank you, Sean, for being yes, here this you, uh, this day. And uh, you know, good luck in the thank future. You. And thank uh, you guys, my you have, pleasure. Do you have any big events coming up that you want to say? Hey, this is coming up now. Or, yeah, just, I mean, I would have to say our. Six year anniversary on yeah, September twenty second, nice. man. Yeah, I mean, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I, I mentioned earlier we we are working on an outdoor event with another local business. Cool. Called hopefully called Friendly Fest. Nice. But until we know we can lock that down with ABC regulations, yeah, yeah, I'll probably just yeah. leave it at that. Yeah. But cool. Yeah. All right, six year anniversary coming up. Thank you all very much. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.
All right, kids. Seven thirty Tuesday nights for Bingo is li- Bingo is life in person, and then the That's podcast right. whenever right. you want here in cyberspace. Yeah. See you next week. All right. Bye. So long. Bingo is life, a post Bingo Harrisonburg podcast, is brought to you by the Brothers How to Show and our friends at Ruby's Arcade in downtown Harrisonburg, Virginia. If you've enjoyed the show and feel it's worth spreading a little joy in this world, please tell just one person that you like this podcast. Word of mouth, more than any other form of promotion, is how creative works get noticed and sustain themselves. Thank you, Andrew Hickey, for that bit of wisdom, and thank you, listeners, for being part of the fun. <laughs>